UNHR Department of One trying to figure out how to balance task and strategy while keeping up with changes in regulatory compliance? Do you need a fresh outlook on old topics? Then stop what you're doing, grab your coffee, and get ready to recharge. If you have people, you have problems to solve and things to do. Your host is Brenda Neckvottle, a 20-year human resource professional, ready to explore the HR industry with veterans of business and life with fresh eyes and new ideas. Learn about the rapidly evolving changes in employment law around the country, as well as new tactics to deploy and build engagement in your workforce. If you're looking to implement new practices to make your job easier in HR, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Best Practices in Human Resources podcast. I am Brenda, the HR lady, and I am absolutely excited that you guys are here. You can find me at hashtag Brenda, the HR lady. You can also go ahead and look me up <clears throat> over on my website. You can follow us over at Brenda, the HR lady.com. And if you guys could do me a favor, we've got really awesome people that listen to this podcast on a regular basis. They get a lot of information out of it. Would you guys please go ahead and put a five-star review Wherever you find your, wherever you get a hold of this, over at iTunes, over at Stitcher, over at iHeartRadio. That way, more people can find you, <clears throat> find us as a community, us as a podcast, and uh, we can go ahead and help support each other because it's all about the information and the love over here. So I am tucked away in a corner. <laughs> Reason why this is an interesting podcast. I'm tucked away in a corner over here, over at Dallas Fort Worth International Airport as I'm doing some traveling and doing some business across the country, and I'm talking to you through a mask. (laughs) So this is a first for this show. But you know what? I spent a lot of time in a a room with about 100 entrepreneurs the other day. And one of the things that I really, 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 really took away is, you know, there's a lot of people in HR that don't know how to talk to their boss. Now, we've known that for a long time. And you've heard me talk, if you've been following this podcast, you know this for a long, you've heard me say this before, this is no big secret. But I want to dive into it a little bit today. And the reason I want to dive into it today is because there's a lot to take away, because I've got a chance to hear exactly from entrepreneurs what it is that's on their mind. Not necessarily about HR, but what's on their mind. And I think this is going to help you guys out. So, especially, and the big topic is, if you're afraid to tell your boss or your CEO that they're wrong. That's a big one. That's an absolute big one because it's intimidating. And I know I've been there, right? Even to this day, believe it or not, as as strong as and confident as I am and and the amount of information I know is every time again, I run into somebody that I get very, very nervous about telling them that they're about ready to take a massive misstep And I'm not so much nervous about telling them the information. What I'm nervous about is the reaction, not the response, the reaction. We've talked about response and reaction. Those are two totally different things. A reaction, everybody knows what a reaction is, right? A reaction is when you tell a four-year-old, a cranky, tired four-year-old that they have to go to bed, and what happens? They blow up on you. That's a reaction. And unfortunately, there's some adults that do that too, right? But a response is something different. A response is somebody who takes a second, pauses, thinks, asks questions, and does all of this kind of quick analytical stuff in their head before they open their mouth and they actually respond. They actually 
give you some form of reply. And I think we're more afraid of the reaction than we are the response. Sometimes we don't like the response. And there's a big difference here. If you're focused in on the reaction and anticipating the reaction, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You really, really are. And you know what? In all honesty, we often anticipate a event. The anticipation of something bad happening often can rule us over the actual reality of how things rolled out. We always anticipate. It's just not our nature to think this way. This is how we are, human beings. We always seem to think the worst is going to come, and we prepare for it. That's kind of our nature. Now, Now, in all fairness, you see people out in the world doing crazy, dumb things, and they don't see the worst coming to them, and, you know, then they just live a life of drama. Totally get that. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is that, in general, human beings tend to prepare themselves for the worst possible case scenario. And in that process, when you take a look at when somebody's going through something like that, they break it down a little bit. They lose sleep. They don't eat right. They're They're not focused on what it is that they're supposed to do. They get challenged in new ways to actually make things happen. They may be short with a coworker. They may skip and forget emails. Or you can do what I do. I'm so damn efficient that sometimes, like, I get stuff done and I don't remember doing it. And then I come back and say, okay, I need to go get this done. And I turn around and I'll either do it twice or now I've smartened up. I've actually gotten to the point where I go back and look to make sure, did I respond to that email? And if I did, I'm like, oh, phew, <laughs> before I send it, right? <laughs> I actually do do that. I'm so efficient that I get stuff done. I don't even remember doing it. And I've been this way for many years. And as I get older, I really don't remember when I do it. But I get stuff done. So when we have a situation where we have to tell our bosses something, and we start anticipating the worst of it all, there's some things that you can do. Or if you're anticipating that you're not sure if you can build up the confidence. So those are two different things. Let's talk about building up your confidence first. How do you build up your confidence to be able to tell your boss or the CEO or the president of the company something that they're not going to want to hear? Well, if you're in an HR role, either as an admin or as a generalist or as a human resource business partner or manager or director, hopefully you're at the director level. You can pretty much handle this, but even still, hey, this is a good takeaway for you guys too, right? Because we're all human. We all still deal with these things. So the first mindset to put yourself in is the fact that, look, you're here for a reason. You're not here to just shuffle paperwork. You're not here to hide things from the government. You're here for a reason. You were actually hired to do a role. You were hired to do a role. And sometimes that role comes with less than desirable outcomes. Okay, great. So that's the very first thing. It's like, this is my job. I am tasked with doing this. And you know what? They hired me for a reason. And a lot of people will downplay their role. 
in this position, especially when they first start off, because we have this we have this thing in our mind. I did it too, where we get into HR because we want to help people. And I remember my first boss telling me, he's like, yeah, well, you're probably not going to be helping as many people as you think. And I, I actually argued with him about it <laughs> a few times I ever argued back in those days. And I said, you know what, I'm helping people now. And then he realized that, yeah, he says he could definitely see my point after a little period of time. But I'll tell you what, he was right as I grew into my career. I went from less from helping people and solving their problems to doing more disciplining, creating more practices and policies and responding to people not doing things correctly or breaking the rules or getting creative. And all of a sudden now we have to create a policy for stuff. I started, I found myself actually dealing with more and more problems than I did actually helping people. <clears throat> and I'm taking a long dramatic pause, not not for any other reason other than the fact that I'm trying to get my thoughts back together again because I'm literally doing this on the fly <clears throat> while I'm waiting for my flight. So we have this misconception that we're coming in and helping people, right? And in fact, the, the better that we get in HR you have to get the mindset that you're going to be delivering bad news, right? And you know what? Bosses don't want to hear it, but you know what? They don't want to hear bad news from sales. They don't want to hear bad news from the marketing people. They don't want to hear bad news from their ops. So congratulations, you're part of the team, <laughs> right? They get bad news all the time, all day long. It's just we're not in the business of constantly producing bad news when we are in the mindset of wanting to help people. So <clears throat> you're here for a reason. So how do you actually approach the CEO or how do you approach the, the company president? Well, you don't do it in a way where your backside is on fire. I can tell you right now that never goes over well, ever. It just doesn't work. So how do you do it? You do it with clear, thought out, descriptive, what happened? You come up to him and you say, hey, listen, I have someone of an HR issue I need to talk to you about. Nothing's on fire right at the moment, but I need to get in front of you by the end of the day. If it is a low-level problem, if it is a moderate problem <clears throat> where you've got an active situation, then you let the CEO or the boss or whoever it is and say, hey, listen, I have an active HR situation going on right now. I need to get in front of you sooner rather than later. Or if you have an urgent situation, it's just like, okay, so we've got a hot mess happening right now, <clears throat> and we need to talk about it. I'm sorry. i got to interrupt you. This is a 911. So now what you're doing is you're actually framing the level of significance and severity of the situation, and you're now actually putting the CEO or the leader or whoever it is at the appropriate level of alert. Now, they're on your page. They don't know the details, but they understand what's going on. Okay, my HR person's got a hot issue. Okay, great, my HR person's got an issue that needs my attention. My HR person has got something going on that I don't need to know about yet until they come back and circle with me, or that we'll get to them in just a little bit, okay? That's the first thing you do. The second thing you do <clears throat> is that you come in and you give succinct 
<laughs> make my succinct, <laughs> not long-winded, not a regurgitation of all the details, but you need to provide them with the information that they need to know and be prepared to answer their questions. <clears throat> you give them a short synopsis of what's going on. Hey, listen, I got a phone call. We have an employee who uh, apparently was, has informed us that he was going to court today to go get custody back from the child. One of his teammates reported to us that, in fact, that wasn't what's going on, that he was actually going to court on a second-degree assault charge. I went back into the court system. I verified it. It's accurate. <clears throat> He's in court right now as we speak. And we need to talk about what this is, what this is going to be like. Right? Okay. He's got it. Okay. Very succinct. If you have a hot active situation, you go to the boss and say, listen, I apologize. I need your attention immediately. We've got an active situation right now that we need to talk about. We've got such and such an employee who just cold cocked another employee right over at the time clock. The managers were able to go ahead and break them up. The employees are now separated. And we're in the process of figuring out next steps. Meaning, <clears throat> who do we send home? How do we investigate them? What do we need to do? How we need to move forward? Right? Who all is going to be involved? We need to launch an investigation. Um, I've got some other things going on today, but right now those are going to have to be put to the side. Right? I cleared my schedule. I'll get back to you as soon as I know something, unless there's something you want me to address immediately. And they may give you a determination right there. Fire them. <laughs> you know, and that's when you have to start. Okay, slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Right? Succinct. Give them the information. They only need enough information while you're figuring out what's going on to support you <clears throat> and to give you the green light and to keep them in the loop. And I promise you, they're going to go back within 15 minutes of doing what it is that they need to do because they know you've got this. Okay? What they don't need is they don't need somebody to come in screaming like a banshee, freaking out, <clears throat> telling people that, oh, my God, we're going to go to court, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and, and producing an outcome that hasn't yet even been realized or throwing scare tactics that if we don't do this and we don't have a policy in place and we don't, we don't, we don't, you're not going to get their attention. You're not going to get their support because right now in their, in their eyes, you're looking like a maniac. Okay. There's a time and a place to sit down and discuss things on a regular basis. And you also have to remember that the CEO and the boss is going to react or respond. Be ready for it. And more than likely, they're not going to be upset with you. They're going to be frustrated at the situation. They're going to be frustrated at the knucklehead who threw a cold punch. They're going to be really irritated with the employee who lied. Right? Really, really irritated with the employees that lied. So just know that doesn't have anything to do with you. Once you collect your facts, you can go back to them and say, I'm going to give you an update. Um, in about two hours. I know you got a full plate. Totally understand. I do too. As soon as I know anything, I'll call you. But if I don't know anything, 
I'll at least touch base with you in two hours. And if they say, no, that's okay. Let me know when you've got something and a suggestion on how to move forward. Okay, roger that, right? <clears throat> but you have to move forward. And you have to tell them, too. It's like, you know, like, hey, listen, this is something that we have to move on quickly. And what I mean by quickly is ba 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 Or this is something that I think we need to go ahead and control the environment. We need to go ahead and put some individual people on administrative leave. My recommendation is that we do it paid. And they might come back and say, no, we're not going to pay them. Okay, great. Then they can go ahead and use their PTO. But we need to take control of the environment. We need to make sure that we are eliminating uh, negative influencers. Otherwise, this whole thing is just going to blow up. And that will just make this a lot harder. Right? Believe it or not, you have control of the situation. You have control by making the professional suggestions that they are counting on you to produce. They may be grumpy. <laughs> they may be poopy. <laughs> they may be grouchy. <laughs> they may be cantankerous, right? But this is the last thing that anybody wants to hear, is that now I have an employee issue I have to deal with. Okay? Let me tell you something. Entrepreneurs and business leaders, they will grow their business. They will grow their assets. They will grow their network. They will grow their net worth. They will grow revenue in the business. But the one thing that they will struggle to wrap their brains around is growing their people. And how you grow your people is not just through formal training. It's through experiential incidences similar to like what we're talking about. Right? This is the hard training that a CEO doesn't want to participate in. This is the hard training that leaders have been trying to avoid addressing because it's ugly, it's uncomfortable, it blocks them from doing what it is that they have to do, right? It jumps up in front of their mission. It jumps up in front of their purpose. It jumps up in front of getting work done. It jumps up in front of making sure that everybody, everything else is being taken care of. It's a pain in the butt, right? And that's how people see problems. Everybody sees problems that way. So I actually do have a book out there. You guys are going, you're welcome to go ahead and tap into it. It's over on Amazon.com. It's called Holy Cow, I Have to Talk to My Boss. It's, it's an easy book to read. Very, very cool. Very simple. And it'll help you understand how CEOs look at the world, Okay. Helps you kind of figure out <clears throat> what are the four things that drive a CEO in addressing issues and challenges. And if you can get on board with that, if you can jump in front of that, if you can subscribe to how they are and figure out how to work with them in these four mindsets, you, my friend, are going to be a very successful human resource business partner. You will get closer to having that seat at the table. You or you may very well be able to go ahead and belly right on up, right? If you understand these four principles, then you are likely going to be very, very successful. So like I said, you can find it over on Amazon.com. It's called Holy Cow, I Have to Talk to My Boss. It's a book that I wrote a couple years ago. It's cool. It's cute. It's simple. It's very helpful. You embrace these four principles, and you absolutely got it. So... Folks, you have an awesome, awesome rest of the day. 
don't forget, you guys have access to us over at uh, the Facebook group or Next Gen Women in Facebook, right? It's an awesome group of people. I absolutely love it. VIPs, if you want to be my VIP, then hop on over to brendanhrlady.com. Click on HR Resources at the top. That is a website that is absolutely chock-a-block loaded full of all kinds of resources, including my favorite part is the wide number, the large number of HR information, updates, news, changes, COVID updates, safety updates, stuff for government contractors, labor, litigation, all of that stuff comes in. We have over 100 articles at any given time that feed in. We also have stuff for almost every state in the United States right now. State changes. State changes have become this year and last year one of the most challenging things for HR people to get in front of. And let me tell you something. You become my VIP by joining that. You get invited to a special closed Facebook group where you get the absolute best of me. You get more access to me. We just had uh, our very, we just launched it. We just had our very first Q&A session. Absolutely went over well. Everybody loved it. We had such a great time. We chatted back and forth about other things. It was fantastic. If you are really, truly looking for tighter support, building a community, and if you are an action taker, you need to be a VIP. You will get the very best of me. You're going to get the very best of everybody that's in the group, and it's just absolutely fantastic. We're, we're already moving the needle in such a very short period of time. So, folks, listen, thank you so much for jumping in. Thank you for uh, <laughs> special broadcast from Behind the Mask. It's been pretty interesting. And uh, you guys keep it safe, keep it cool, keep it real, keep it live. And we'll talk to you guys soon.